I know you don't know the future, but what do you think? What do you think will happen when this invasion is over? Do you think that Ukraine will become a territory of Russia? Nikola. Never. Uh, my biggest fear is that we uh, don't have enough place uh, to uh, accept, to shelter all people that will need our help. And second, uh, I don't know whether we will have enough food in a month if it will uh, continue the situation that we have now. You're about to make the jump from the echo chamber into free and independent thought on the subjects of culture, causes, politics, and faith. The Russian invasion of the Ukraine is becoming one of the most important global issues of our generation. It's creating a generation of refugees and fatherless children right now on the heels of a global pandemic. As Russia presses down on the Ukraine and has promised victory or death, we find ourselves asking, what should the U.S. do in response to Putin, if anything? What will be the implications of this war? Is there a Christian response to these kind of foreign crises? And what can we do to make a difference in the middle of tens of thousands who will die or be displaced? To help us wade into some of these questions, our guest today is Pastor Ivan Mudrigel. Ivan, Julie, who is the translator, and their team live in Ternopil, Ukraine. They lead a ministry called Family on the Rock that helps restore families and marriages and relationships. However, since the start of the war, they have partnered with that church to create a place to accept refugees, feed them, pray for them, and spend time with them in the midst of one of the most difficult times of their life. On the show today, we discuss what they're doing there to help people, the Ukrainian resolve in the midst of tyranny, and some of the miraculous things he's seen throughout this time helping others. Even though we have to speak through a translator, I think you'll find the conversation not only informational, but inspirational. You can see the room, and uh, we have a lot of people here. It's a shelter. I will go to the place where, is, where there is not so much sound <laughs> difference. <laughs> Understood. How many people do you guys have there right now? More than 50. Mm -hmm. And so you just lost electricity and just got it back. So hopefully it'll stay on throughout the conversation. Yes, but uh, soon we will, uh, we will have to turn off all the lights because we will have uh, the mode of darkness in our city everywhere. Mm. And why uh, is the electricity going out? Do you mean the mode of darkness in the city or just this electricity stops? Well, by mode of darkness, do you mean that the city is asking everyone to turn their electricity yes. off to save power? Yes. And have yes. the rush, have the no, rush? No, okay. not, not to save power, but uh, for uh, enemies' uh, uh. planes not to see the city. Wow. And have they been attacking your uh, energy stations and trying to take away your electricity? Uh, 
Yes, they had such. Uh, uh, they wanted to do this, and they tried doing this, and they want to just disconnect, uh, disconnect Ukraine uh, from any energy. Not just electricity, but also uh, all kinds of other energy, meaning petrol and gas and uh, uh, all the rest. Вчора біля Києва атакували склади нафти і газу, і це викликало і ще буде викликати екологічні проблеми навколишньому середовищі. Yesterday, uh, not far from Kyiv, they attacked uh, uh, the places where uh, gathered a lot of uh, oil and gas, and uh, uh, it uh, will uh, uh, influence a lot of our environment, not only in Ukraine, but everywhere. Well, with everything that's going on, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to speak to me today and to kind of tell me what's going on in Ukraine. To be honest, we are also thankful uh, because uh, it's so precious that you want doing this and uh, uh, your heart is full of uh, um, of help to our nation. Well, let's talk about what you're doing, uh, but let me introduce both of you guys to the audience here just a moment so they know uh, who I'm speaking to. So I'm speaking, and I may get the last name incorrect because uh, we're just putting this together. Obviously, everyone knows that it's a little bit of a difficult situation now, but we have Pastor Ivan, and is it Madril? Today, we're with Pastor Ivan. And sorry? Is it Pastor Ivan Madril? Madril. Madril. Mudril. 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 He's like a wise man. Oh, okay. Me too. Me too. Yeah. All right. And then we have <laughs> Ju Julia, and uh, I may mess up your last name too. Is it Julia Mudra? Mudra. Mudra. Yeah, Mudra. Wise, wise, wise woman. Yeah, wise woman. <laughs> okay. So we got wise woman, wise man. Yeah, because our uh, surname, last name, uh, uh, it can be translated into English like wise man. Okay, gotcha. Okay, great. And um, so Pastor Ivan is doing some great work in the Ukraine right now, um, helping refugees, helping people who are displaced during this situation. So let's start here. First of all, tell me where you guys are in Ukraine. Uh, we are in the uh, Western Ukrainian. The city is called Ternopil. Mm. Not Chernobyl, but Ternopil. Okay. And how far are you from, let's just say the city center, how far are you from Kiev? It's approximately 500 kilometers. But the way uh, that uh, now people should uh, uh, go, uh, it's uh, approximately 600 kilometers or even more. Uh, and uh, people, uh, early as they uh, could uh, come from Kyiv to Chernobyl in like uh, five hours, but now it can be 
uh, 20 or even 30 uh, hours. Hmm. And have you guys seen Russian soldiers in your city yet? Чи ви бачили російських солдат в вашому місті? Ні, ні, до нас не доходили. Хвилинку, перепрошую. Ці двері не закриваються, вони будуть відкриті завжди. Це один наш, оце один наш гість, привіт. It's one of our guests, hello. Hi there, how old is he? Скільки? Скільки років тобі? Скільки років? Дев'ять років. Nine years old. And what's his name? Maxim. Max. Maxim. Nice to meet you, Max. Привіт, Максим. Окей. Окей, so with that being said, you guys... Go ahead. Ми не бачили солдат в нашому місті, тому що це далеко, ми тільки чули ракети, We didn't see soldiers, Russian soldiers, in our city because it's, praise God, it's far. But we can sometimes hear the sounds of rockets. Але вони не були, ну, не падали в наше місто, так що у нас доволі спокійно. But they didn't flow to our city, so praise God, we have a quiet city now. That's great. Але сирени про евакуацію лунали вчора декілька разів в день. But yesterday we had sirens a few times a day. It was a sirens about evacuation. Do you suspect that you're going to have to evacuate? Чи потрібно евакуйовуватися? Так. Люди евакуюються. Добре, що є достатньо місця, де можна заховатись. Вони не є дуже обладнані для цього, для довгого перебування, але люди ховаються в сховищах, ховаються в підвали будинків для того, щоб себе трішки почувати безпечно. When the sirens start going on, people should go downstairs, they go to the basements and other places. We have enough places for this. Unfortunately, they are not very good and people cannot stay there for a long time. But still, we have that and yes, people go there. Well, this is a very difficult time for everybody, both of you guys and everybody that you're helping and the whole country. So I just want to ask on a personal level, how are you guys doing? I think that my wife is going on more difficult through this than I. Yeah. Because she's with kids. And there is no people to help her. І насправді я думаю, що мені насправді є легше, тому що я зайнятий роботою. І найголовніше мені спокійно, що вони у безпеці. To be honest, it's really great that I am busy, really busy now, and of course. It's easy to work when I know that my family is safe. На початку було 
трішки страшно, багато було думок, що робити. Але я декілька днів перед тим, читаючи Біблію, мені дуже сильно слова з її апостолів про те, як Степан говорив про Йосипа. At the beginning, I felt for sure, I felt some fear and uh, a lot of thoughts what to do, uh, how to behave, but uh, uh, just before the war, I uh, uh, read in Bible about Joseph. Говорив про Йосипа, і там є слова, що Йосип був, що Бог був з Йосипом. And I read, uh, it is written that God was with Joseph. І коли розпочалась війна, я зрозумів, що це були слова до мене на цей час, що Бог є зі мною. And when the war, war started, I understood that these uh, words uh, were from God to me, because I understood that God tells me that He is with me yeah. for this time. Так само зараз це мій час подбати про тих людей, до кого, кому я можу допомогти. And the same as Joseph, he could uh, uh, do everything possible to uh, make Egypt safe and even Egyptians safe for that period of time. The same is with me when I can uh, do all possible um, what I can do uh, to make my people uh, uh, safe, to uh, have safe place. Yeah. I think we need God in times like these because otherwise we would be totally afraid and we wouldn't know what to do. But in times like this, our faith is so important. Це коли за перших три доби, 75 годин, я спав близько 80 і, здається, звідки беруться сили і коли згадуєш цей текст, розумієш, що Бог є зі мною. And you know, the first uh, during the first three days, uh, uh, I uh, slept only maybe for uh, eight hours, and uh, I uh, was thinking, my uh, okay, uh, where I take this energy? How can I uh, just work? And uh, then God um, uh, reminds me uh, about uh, this words that He's with me, and He gives me this energy and this power. So he's with you right now, and you guys are doing some pretty great work. So that's why I wanted you on my show today. Um, so tell us a little bit about what you are seeing with people who are fleeing, what's going on in their cities, and uh, what you are doing to help people at this important time. I have a few very interesting stories that I can tell about. The first. Перше, люди насправді їдуть досить спокійні і цілеспрямовані. Вони знають. What I can say that uh, mostly people uh, who come, they are really quiet and uh, really um, uh, they control themselves. Uh, Я не знаю, можливо, вони за перед тим виплакали усі свої сльози, і тому вони спокійні. Наприклад, вчора у нас була сім'я, які вже тікали з Донецька раніше, коли було вісім років тому напад Росії на Україну. I don't know, maybe they already had this time to cry, 
and maybe they cried everything out. But uh, for example, yesterday we had a family who um, eight years ago they fled from the uh, uh, when uh, that kind of war started. Uh, we don't have really good connection. Sorry. That's no problem. They lost everything there, and uh, even their house that they lived in was bombed, uh, completely bombed, and they moved to Kyiv. And and now when the war operation began near Kyiv, they left Kyiv and uh, on their way uh, here. Uh, Okay, and when they were on their way to Trinople from Kyiv, their new home in Kyiv was bombed and completely ruined. And I understand that just in eight years they have lost uh, uh, two uh, houses, uh, two places where they lived, where they hoped, hoped for something. And uh, I was just thinking, where do they uh, get, how do they get this trance? And you know, it's really inspiring uh, for me because I understand that only God can give such uh, uh, such peace in in their hearts. Або коли у нас приїхала була жінка з дитиною, яка тільки два дні, вона у Києві народила дитину і зразу ж поїхала в Тернопіль. Yeah, true. And two days ago, we had a young woman who just gave birth to her child, uh, and uh, uh, she uh, had to leave for Kiev and. Uh, um, the child was only two days, uh, two days old, mm. and uh, when we checked the child, uh, the child was completely uh, healthy and everything was great. And you understand that it's only God. Yeah. Uh, and we understand that these are the miracles. Yeah, that's so great. And so tell everybody that's listening what you are doing now to help these people who have overnight turned into refugees, who've had their house bombed and had uh, everything that they own taken away from them. What are you doing to help these people? People who come to us, they, as a rule, want to 
переїхати кордон з Польщею або Угорщиною, або Румунією і переселитися десь у Європі, перечекати цей час. І ми, this few церком... days, the people who came to us mostly, they were uh, like people in transition, just uh, they wanted just to, to pass in transit and uh, go to Europe and stay there for some time, maybe wait for peace in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, as a church, Відкрили наші класи недільної школи, поставили ліжка, матраси для того, щоб по цій дорозі вони могли вночі зупинитись, відпочити, поїсти, і зранку вони, як правило, їдуть знову. And as a church, we opened our Sunday school classes, we took all stuff out from there, and we put some beds and mats and pillows, everything needed for them just to have this safe place to stay at night, uh, uh, to eat, uh, uh, to take a shower, and then in the morning go far. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Every day, approximately 100 people, they come, they stay, at night and uh, leave in the morning and we are really thankful that uh, we can be uh, this help for them so essentially you're a uh, a place where people can find rest where they can go and be safe while they're trying to exit the country is that right yeah Багато людей приїжджає з маленькими дітками, де їм також потрібно відпочити. Ми стараємося залучити нашу молодь в церкву, щоб вони пограли з дітками, хоча б трішки додали можливість батькам відпочити з дороги. We try to make uh, like all possible conditions for them to have rest. We also ask our young people from the church to come and play with kids because wow. almost all families have small kids for parents to, to rest, to have uh, though a few hours of rest. And what about you, Pastor Ivan? What about you? Um, when do you evacuate or do you evacuate? What about your uh, safety? Uh, Today we were talking with my wife about this. And to be honest, for me, personal for me, it's a very difficult question. Because I understand that my family's safety is really important, but also it's it's too difficult for me to leave uh, because when I see all this, uh, uh, all these people, when I uh, can touch uh, in some way, touch them, their lives, and see their smiles, uh, I understand uh, that uh, uh, that we can serve these people. 
але одночасно ми робимо все для того, щоб бути готовими, тому що ми не знаємо, яка буде ситуація. Якщо все буде так, як є зараз, без змін, то, звичайно, думки такої, щоб залишати Україну, немає. Навпаки... So my aim is to serve people more, and uh, uh, we are also we are preparing the documents to be ready to leave. But if uh, the situation will be uh, the same as we have now, so we don't have this uh, um, this I don't know desire to leave Ukraine. Навпаки, ми зараз десь очікуємо, що буде більше людей, які потребуватимуть допомоги, тому що сьогодні було дуже сильно бомбили Харків, бомбили інші міста. Ми думаємо, що за кілька днів ми будемо більше людей, тому що сьогодні і вчора наші міста бомбили дуже гарно. Uh, we understand that many people will come. І сьогодні я розмовляв з єпископом, який є в Харкові, то він каже, що багато людей будуть рухатись в нашу сторону. And today I was talking with the bishop of Kharkiv region and he told me that many people will go to our city and we can serve them. Well, I love that. You're doing what and we should be ready for this. Yes. Well, I love that because you're doing what Jesus told us to do with the scripture, which is to lay down our life for our friends. Я так не думаю, що це так аж як говорить рід, а для мене це трішки простіше це нагодувати і дати води попити. I don't think in that way as as read uh, you say for me it's uh, in some ways simpler for me it's uh, just uh, to feed people and to give them safe place well that's great so how are you doing on resources with food and with money to be able to supply people with the help they need for me it's also two incredible stories and uh, uh, something that god is doing Перше, коли ми зрозуміли, що нас чекає, це дійсно було для нас проблемою, і ми попросили людей з церкви, людей з міста, хто може допомогти їжею, хто може допомогти місцем матрац для того, щоб люди могли спати. The first, uh, when we just understood the problem, uh, understood the situation, uh, we, uh, it, it was shocking for us and we understood that we have this problem because we need a lot of uh, uh, mats, a lot of beds, pillows, uh, uh, covering, like different things, and we didn't have it. I did a little post on Facebook, I talked about what we want to do. І буквально за два дні ми мали достатньо місць спальних для того, щоб люди могли лягти і поспати. І продуктів більше, ніж потрібно для цього. І це спробувало неймовірно. So I started writing a few posts in Facebook and just in two days we had enough of everything. 
uh, we had uh, all we needed uh, uh, even more. That's great. And where is this stuff coming from typically? Just our people start, uh, they started to bring their own things from their houses, from their homes. Wow. Так чудесно, коли люди пишуть в чаті, що в нас є там декілька ковдр, декілька матрасів, але ми не маємо можливості привезти. Поки я це прочитав, вже інший чоловік пише: "Окей, я привезу це". І це просто вау. It's so incredible when you read in, in our chat that uh, uh, some people, they write that, okay, we have at home like few pillows, few, uh, few, few mats, but we cannot, we don't have a car and we can't uh, bring it to the church. And uh, when I start writing in the ch chat, the other man is writing, okay, I will come and take it from you to the church. І зовсім не потрібно нікого просити про допомогу, про о, слухайте, міг би це зробити. Всі погоджуються, всі хочуть, всі хочуть докластися до того, щоб послужити іншим. І це дуже надихаюче. We don't ask people to help. Mostly people come and ask what to do, and it's really encouraging. That's such a miracle in and of itself that you're not asking for things, but people are still sending things. What is your greatest need right now? My biggest fear is that we uh, don't have enough place to uh, accept, to shelter all people that will need our help. Зняти лавки в нашій церкві для того, щоб великий зал міг розмістити якомога більше людей. Я боюся, чи хватить нам мантрасів, чи буде достатньо їжі. Поки що в нас все є, але ми не знаємо, що нас чекає через декілька днів. I'm afraid uh, whether we can uh, have enough place. Uh, we are ready to um, to put the uh, benches which we have in our church, uh, to put them in such a way to make people kinds of beds, yeah. but we don't have enough uh, mats for this. Uh, so I, you know, I'm worried whether we, uh, whether we can find them. Okay, so, друге, go ahead. Друге, це, а, ми не знаємо, наскільки а, ми зможемо мати їжу через місяць, якщо це все продовжиться. Ми не знаємо, наскільки ми and будемо second, мати одяг через місяць. I don't know whether we will have enough food in a month if it will continue the situation that we have now. Can people send food to you or can you buy food if people send money to you? На сьогоднішній день в магазинах є достатньо їжі, яку можна придбати. As for today, there are enough food in our market shops. І ціни є нормальні, ціни не є високі, і ми можемо це робити. And the prices are not high, the same that we had. 
І думаю, що саме купувати їжу – це найкращий варіант, тому що, можливо, доведеться нам купляти їжу не тільки для людей, які їдуть, а також для людей, які є в нашій церкві, є в нашому місті через місяць-два, коли не буде в людей роботи і вони не будуть мати за що купляти їжу. And I think that maybe to buy food is the best uh, from all variants because uh, maybe we uh, will uh, have to buy food not only for uh, refugees but also for people who live here because we don't have uh, uh, work and people uh, uh, will uh, run out of money and of food for sure. Yeah. So at the end of this, I'm going to give people an opportunity to uh, to give to you. But I do have just a personal question for you. And that question is this. What do you think America should do to defend the Ukraine? I think that to defend our I think, personally, I think that uh, uh, to protect our sky with uh, Americans' uh, planes and uh, maybe uh, rockets, rockets, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not a good word? Good yeah, that's word? a good word. Yep. Okay. Uh, it will be really good. Yeah. Yeah, I want them to do the same. So, let me ask you this. And I know, I know you don't know the future. But what do, you think, what do you think will happen when this invasion is over? Do you think that Ukraine will become a territory of Russia? Never. Never. With the such soldiers, with with such spirits throughout the country, uh, I think no. Uh, or maybe if they can kill all the Ukrainians and just take the territory, take this desert after the war, so maybe. Nicole. But I think that never. Well, good. I know that the mind and the heart of Ukrainians right now are strong and even citizens are taking up arms to defend their country, which is inspiring to see that people are willing to fight for their own freedom. Я знаю, що в Україні дуже є дні, і вони дійсно навіть звичайні люди, не військові, вони готові братися за зброю і захищати свої доми, свої міста. І ти знаєш, це дуже надихаюче бачити, що люди готові боротися за свою свободу. Уявіть собі, що на сьогоднішній день військомати кажуть, у нас дуже достатньо добровольців, можна зробити стоп на декілька часів. Can you imagine that uh, now our uh, officers that uh, call um, people to become uh, uh, to become soldiers? I don't know the word. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, they just stopped uh, accepting uh, people because they said that we have enough. Wow, 
That is so cool. No, I didn't know that. Yes. The will of the people in the Ukraine has been the most interesting thing to me. The people in Ukraine seem to have such a strong desire, not only for freedom, but also for their country. And it's not only to have a uh, uh, desire to have uh, our own country, but uh, uh, to have a beautiful, prospering country. Uh, because we have our own history. And, uh, you know, Russia was all, uh, always for hundreds of, hundreds of years uh, doing everything to, um, uh, to destroy it, to hide it, to hide our own history. Сьогодні Facebook мені нагадав мою публікацію 10 років тому назад. And today Facebook uh, he uh, reminded me about my post 10 years ago. Про те, що коли був Київ тисячу років тому назад, в Києві була записаність, в Києві була культура, в Києві була торгівля, економіка. Київ той час входив the history tells us that uh, uh, the history of world uh, tells us that one uh, thousand years ago in Kiev uh, uh, people could write, and uh, both men and women, uh, and uh, uh, we had uh, our own culture uh, at that time already, and uh, also we had a good, uh, de uh, like, developed economy, and um, uh, in Ra uh, even Kiev was one of the uh, one of the most uh, one of the really popular cities in the world, while. Uh, uh, about Russia, even nobody knew. Okay, so I have one final question that um, that I want to ask. I think in all of the in all of the darkness, sometimes the light shines brighter, and it makes me wonder what miracles have you seen happen since this invasion started taking place? The first miracle for me, it's uh, uh, people. Because uh, these people are ready to serve. They are ready to uh, come and help even without asking. And for me, it's a miracle. Mm -hmm. Коли люди їдуть десятки годин в автомобілі, вони можуть зупинитися біля будь-якого будинку і їх приймуть, не знаючи хто. When people now fleeing the refugees when they are going by by car and they are tired and you know, can you imagine that they can just stop near any house and people who even don't know them they will accept. Wow except to коли, their home. 
включається червоне світло чи зелене світло для автомобіля, і люди перебігають дорогу, водії зупиняються, щоб пропустити, ніхто не сигналить, ніхто не нервується. Всі хочуть допомогти один одному. Uh, when, uh, when there are a lot of cars on the road, because uh, many people are going, are fleeing from the war, and, uh, <clears throat> you know, people uh, without anger, without any panic, they just stop, they stop on a red light, and they let people go, and they don't fight, they don't uh, uh, shout at each other, and for me, it's a miracle. Well, that is... Насправді, в всіх цих діях я бачу Бога. І багато сьогодні людей може запитати, де Бог в цій ситуації. Я можу сказати, що я бачу Бога в кожних руках, які допомагають, в кожних руках, які дають. Я бачу Бога. And uh, now I can, I can tell that I can see God in everything around me. Because, uh, you know, in such darkness, people start asking, okay, where is God? Yeah. Uh, but I can see God. I can see God in all hands, uh, uh, which help uh, in all hearts who are ready to give. Uh, for me, God is everywhere around. І друге, я бачу справді тіло Христове, церкву, яка працює злагоджено, яка працює на те, щоб воля Божа виконувалася, на те, щоб послужити іншим, як Христос служить нам. And second, uh, I can see a church um, as the body of Christ. It is united now, and uh, uh, it is... Uh, ready to help others it is ready to do uh, and to fulfill god's will on this earth well i know that there are many people in america and around the world that are praying for the ukraine and praying for you how can we pray for you how would you like us to pray for you we help you really uh, serious, uh, uh, serious needs. The first uh, people who are now uh, uh, who now are uh, at the places of war, like uh, uh, war operations, where fight and uh, where there are rockets and bo uh, bombing and uh, all the rest. Second, for our soldiers. Third, for people who are going, who are fleeing, and they are in their cars or maybe trains. Вони є своїми дітками, своїми маленькими дітками, і я просто аж не можу собі подумати, як їм насправді важко, коли вони 23. They are uh, with their families with really small kids, with uh, sometimes with many kids, and I uh, even can't imagine how how it is difficult for them to be there for 20, 30 hours, even for a few days. Mm -hmm. 
те, що найбільше торкає моє серце. І, звичайно, за кожного волонтера, який служить. Тому що роботи багато, і коли просто падаєш з ніг від втоми, але ти робиш для того, щоб все працювало і всім було добре. This needs touch my heart the most and also for all the volunteers who help because uh, we have so much work that sometimes it's so difficult that you even can can stand on your feet. It's so difficult and so tiring. Mm -hmm. Well, we will pray for that and more. Thank you, Pastor, for saving lives and for helping people in this difficult time. And we pray that evil will not win, but that God's light will shine upon your country in this dark time. Дуже і ми бачимо чудеса, тому що це може робити тільки Бог, коли летять снаряди, а вони не зриваються. Або летять снаряди так, що наші ПВО дуже легко їх збивають. Це ми розуміємо, що це справді Божа рука, яка є відповідь на молитви багатьох-багатьох людей, які моляться. Молитва – це найбільш важливо для нас. Дякую вам дуже. Thank you for being so open to us, to our country. And uh, we really need your prayers because uh, we can see that uh, uh, prayer is uh, such a great thing that our soldiers uh, can fight. And, uh, uh, you know, sometimes people told stories when uh, a, a bomb was going on, uh, going, uh, uh, on some place and it didn't explode yeah. and uh, our soldiers that can uh, uh, easily uh, easily uh, i don't know how to say it uh, uh, all the rockets uh, like uh, maybe not fire uh, that the rockets that come they uh, don't uh, they didn't uh, they didn't blow up they didn't ignite into the scenes yes uh -huh. and for us it's only god that god helps us yeah well god is with you guys and i'm going to give the audience that's listening here the opportunity to continue to pray for you but then also bless you guys so we have set up a facebook page that people can go to uh supply you and the people that you're helping with some money so that's going to be down in the description below in this video you click that link you'll go to the facebook page and it'll give you some information for how you can uh, for how you can give and how you can help out Pastor Ivan with all the work that he's doing there in the Ukraine. And you can go beyond just praying. You can actually do something to help those people at this most important time. And the last thing I would just say to you is I think you guys can really be a blessing to the rest of the world because you show us right now that when you have nothing, that God is really all you need. And if you have God, you have everything that you need. А і ми бачимо Бога також і ваші допомоги. Це де був Бог, і ми можемо сказати, що Бог був через вас, і Бог є вас. Дякую вам дуже. And uh, uh, thank you for your help, for your open heart, and we can say that uh, uh, even when people ask. Uh, 
even when people ask uh, where was God, we can say that God was in you when you helped. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we also already have the mode of darkness. So sorry. <laughs> Not a problem. Well, God bless you. I know you guys got a lot of things to do and, and more important things to do than to talk to me. So thank you so much for your time. And may God bless you and protect you and everything that you do. Thank you. Goodbye. Okay. Bye-bye, guys. Thank you guys so much for watching. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. We'll catch you next time. Our thanks again to our guests for being on the show today. Indie Thinker with Reed Uberman was brought to you by our sponsors. If you like what you heard today, please do us a big favor and give it a five-star review and like it and share it with friends. And if you want to hear more awesome guests, make sure to check out past episodes. Indie Thinker is a nonprofit paid for by our sponsors and the generous gifts of people like you. In order to hear more great guests like you did today, please consider giving a tax-deductible gift by going to IndieThinker.org. And just remember, your voice matters, but infinitely more when you think for yourself.